0: rather than having to wait until you're 65. If you're ready to take immediate action, join us over at cashflowtactics.com forward slash podcast.
1: All right. Welcome back, Rise Up Live Free podcast listeners. You've got Brad on the episode here today, but I'm not alone, right? I have a guest on here. We don't have guests on our podcast very much because honestly you guys we protect your listening ears right we have you guys listen to us because we have a very specific approach to what we're doing with real estate it's why we didn't call this the real estate podcast or the how to flip or do whatever podcast this is the rise up live free podcast it's about how do we use passive cash flow investments to build a life we love and our guest does this really, really well. We've got a great now couple year history uh, with this group. So we're excited to introduce them to you, have a conversation. I'm actually going to learn a ton about this because I've met uh, the founder of this company, spent some time actually down um, in Mexico doing a a service trip with them. And uh, we just realized how cool they are. They're way cooler than we are. And so we all need to be friends. So we're going to introduce them to you guys have just a, a great conversation. Hopefully you guys learned something and see some possibilities that we haven't spent as much time talking about inside of Cashflow Tactics. And if nothing else, uh, you, you just enjoy the conversation. So I have on with me Heather dreves all the way up north in the panhandle of Idaho in the Pocatello area near Spokane. Um, and uh, she's going to tell us. So Heather, welcome to the show. Thanks for being on.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here.
1: So, just give us the quick minute background uh, about Heather. What's what? uh, You don't don't feel like you're bragging. We want to know why should we listen to you. Tell us how cool you are, (laughs) and then tell us about the companies and just general, and then we'll dive into the topic at hand.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, a little bit about myself. Uh, I've been married 28 years uh, to the love of my life, and have two amazing. Uh, young adult children. Uh, one who has uh, just become a full-time fireman. So that's been pretty exciting to to watch that journey for him. Oh, Went from a college cool. athlete to a fireman. So we're that's we're cool. proud of him. And then uh, our uh, younger son has just finished up his bachelor's and finishing his master's in kinesiology and just got done playing college mm-hmm. soccer. So. Um, I feel blessed. Um, I have an amazing family. And um, I think it's interesting to tell a little bit about my journey into this industry because Quite honestly, 18 years ago, I knew nothing about private money or alternative investments and, you know, really just had a, a little bit of background into real estate because I owned a home and I knew that my parents had had done well for themselves buying and selling real estate, um, but really kind of fell into this. I had a, a colleague uh, that was in the private money industry and encouraged me to come to work for him, but really, you know, I think... I think most people traditionally always understood that if you were gonna buy real estate, you went to a bank. And mm-hmm. if you were gonna invest your dollars, you called up your financial advisor and followed their advice. And so interestingly enough, when I when I got into the private money world, it, it was eye-opening. I, I I had no idea that. You know, if you were a active investor and was needing funding, that there were other people out there that wanted to be more on the passive side of things and wanted to deploy their capital. And there was opportunity to, you know, providing you had a good deal, um, obtain funding. And So wait a not- minute, Heather,
1: <laughs> what you're telling me is capitalism makes it so that people can get along and everybody can win. And it's not a dog eat dog. Everybody's taking advantage and everything's out to like, there's actually really good open relationships in outside of just putting money in stocks bonds. Oh, this is amazing. I love to hear this. Okay. Sorry. Keep talking.
2: Right. (laughs) But, but without that background, I, I have no idea. And I just like, all I could could see was all this opportunity, right? Opportunity to help clients that had capital that wanted to deploy it, opportunity to help people that needed the funding, opportunity for myself and my family, you know? And so long story short, here I am 18 years later and, um, you know, I have had the ability to grow my own portfolio with my family, also to set a great example for my kids. You know, I mentioned we've got a a son that's a fireman and, and his eyes are like, so let me get this straight. I work two full days a week and then I can do this on the side and create wealth. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's been a journey for me and, and I have a passion also with my clients, you know, and I, I have lots of clients that have worked their whole lives to, you know, um, build up capital and wealth. And now they are living these amazing retired lifestyles and living off the cash flow they're creating from this nest egg that they've grown. And so, um, you know, fast forward 18 years. here I am with Secured Investment Corp. I'm going on year 11. and um, you know feel fortunate that I'm still able to help people create financial freedom for themselves and their families. and um, you know, just that's that's what gets me up and gets my feet on the ground every morning is that I get to work with our amazing clients, helping them accomplish their goals.
1: Hey, guys, listeners, I want you guys to understand this. Remember, when we told you guys about cash flow tactics and what we do here, we said we did it first for ourselves. And we learned and we had success and we achieved our objectives. And then we felt compelled to bring what we had been blessed with to other people. Did you hear that in Heather? Right. Yep. We're very selective about who we talk to because we, we, we want to talk to people who drink their own Kool-Aid and, and really understand uh, what it is they're getting into, which is why she's on here. And I just made a connection. I want your thoughts on this, Heather, and then we'll go into more specifics for you. Um, the, the, I mean, j- just mentioning that like even a firefighter, right, can do what they're passionate about yet still build wealth, right? You and your family didn't you you you're not royalty. you didn't come from a a trust fund, right? but you were able to use real estate to build wealth. It's kind it seems like real estate can really be the great leveler, right? It's the wealth creating tool that is accessible to anyone, right? But we've definitely lost our ways. Like this country was founded on one of the biggest elements of this. Yes, religious freedom was a big part of it, but it was also the right to own land. It was property, right? Before it was life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, it was life, liberty, and property, right? Which is what got the call to come and settle the Americas. And that was true for hundreds of years until the stock market came along. And they made it easy and simple and huge promises that have not been delivered on. And now the great experiment, which everybody feels like is the norm, which is, it's crazy how quickly it turned, right? So from the, let's say the 1600s to 1980, it was owning real property is what made you wealthy. And then in the 1980s, mutual funds got created and 401ks and automatic distributions. And in only a matter of 40 years, We've, we've only been experimenting with wealth in the stock market for the last 40 years, yet everybody feels like that's what's the norm and safe and secure and tried and true. So want everybody to see, like, as crazy as the two of us might sound here talking about what we're going to talk about, <laughs> this is the default method of building wealth for human civilization. And we're trying to get you out, unplug you from the great experiment that, that is Wall Street and back into Main Street of where we can, anyone, regardless of age, income, prior experience can build this well. Cool. What do you think about that? Heather?
2: Those are great points. And I I think one of the last points you made is that anybody can get involved with this is is worth mentioning. And, you know, when I got into this industry 18 years ago, it was for accredited investors only. So people that had at least a million dollars in assets or had very high income were really the only people that could access these types of alternative investments. And, you know, as an organization, we've always felt a passion, like everybody should be able to start to create wealth, regardless of how much money they have to invest, and regardless of their accredited status. Um, I'm really proud to say that at Secured Investment Corp, we actually offer that. We have a real estate fund that, like I said, historically has only been open to the wealthy, and that's dictated by the SEC, right? Not us. Um, And we actually have a fund that people can put as little as a thousand dollars in. So, you know, I think it's that mindset, like you said, people just understood this was the way it was. Nobody questioned it. This is, you know, what their parents did and and multi-generations. And I think also people misunderstood that they thought they had to have a large amount of capital to do that. Like, I don't have a hundred thousand dollars our fund has a minimum investment of a thousand, you know, and what I tell people is you're never going to create wealth if you don't start somewhere, you know, especially for people with small 401ks that they have access to because they're not working there or small IRAs. So um, no valid points. And, you know, we're, we're very passionate about it and we want. And
1: and this is great guys. Like like I said, I came from Goldman Sachs. so I've seen the behemoths. Um, I've, I've spent a lot of time in the, in the private equity, private, money space and what heather's saying is is true and what's cool about you guys is is it's actually more work for you to run a fund where you take in a thousand dollars from non-accredited investors than only work with people with a million and a hundred thousand awesome. like it's it's so much more work yet so it really just again further testament to you're you're out to genuinely help people through a vehicle that you guys believe in so again that's why that's why you guys are here so okay so you, you've said a couple of things. You've thrown out. You have a, a, a private money fund. All the stuff. So let's let's go back to basics. For anybody that doesn't really understand how this might work, we've spent a lot of time teaching turnkey real estate, which is how to own an individual property. So you have title. You get the loan on it. You benefit from leverage. You get the tax benefit. Do you get all, like I think our audience is pretty familiar with how we can do that. But the great part about turnkey is I don't have to do it. I don't have to find the property. I don't have to fix it up. I don't have to find the tenant. I don't have to manage it. I get all the benefits of real estate without the headache and heartache of it. But it doesn't mean it's completely trouble-free because at the end of the day, I still own a property, right? I'm responsible for everything that happens to that property, good or bad, right? So there is some some rub with that to where there's no such thing as totally, completely passive investing. What is the difference between turnkey, Heather, and... A, a a private fund like you're talking about, walk through the mechanics of what's going on um, inside of a fund.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things when we created these funds 10 years ago, we wanted to have multiple streams of income. That was really important to us. Um, you know, we we in a sense practice what we preach. I mean we educate people on how to own turnkeys, how to fix and flip. Um, but we wanted all of those benefits of those types of activities, lending money out, and then also the turnkey side of it, but within a fund environment. So what we've done is we've created these funds, um, and so passive investors invest their capital into this fund, and they're paid earnings through the profits that the fund generates. Um, Ours are what I would consider a hybrid fund, so you hear lots of Um, You know, people out there, hey, I've got a fund. It's a syndication. We own an apartment complex in it or Mm -hmm. I've got a debt fund. We only lend money out of it. Our fund does both. And we like that because, you know, if my loan officers have a slow month and they're not originating as much, we can always ramp up the, the asset, the acquisition side of things, too, and vice versa. We live in a very wintry climate. House sales cool off during the winter where we're at. And so we, we like this, this blend in the fund. And so the, what we do with our fund is we take 75% of our asset or our dollars under management and we deploy that in debt. And that means that we lend money to other real estate investors. So they can be purchasing an investment property. They can be refinancing it. Um, and we have very clearly defined guidelines. We have an underwriting team. We even service all the own paper. Um, But this creates revenue for the fund off of things like origination points. So when we close that loan on the fund, it immediately creates origination fees. Uh, And then our borrowers make interest payments every single month. The benefit to doing that inside of a fund environment rather than you going out trying to lend money to your local, local real estate investor is, like you said, it, it comes with its challenges, right? You got to make sure that guy's making his payments. You have to do your own due diligence on the deal, like what's the value, what's, you know, what's their plan with this, how solid is the borrower? So in a fund environment, we're doing all that for them, right? So we have the debt side of things. Um, and then we take the other 25% of the fund balance. And we actually acquire properties in our local market. One of our big sticklers is we don't lend money to people that aren't in their local markets, and we don't do that ourselves. We do not trust it. It's extremely hard to manage projects and contractors and tenants for that matter. So we buy real estate specifically in Spokane, Washington, in a town called Coeur Idaho, and Hayden, Idaho. Um, and sometimes we buy those properties to cash flow them and and hold as essentially a turnkey. And some of them we fix and flip. We really just shift with the market right now. Great news is turnkeys are really profitable. Rents are up. Houses aren't selling as quickly. Um, but we like that mix because now we've got all these other streams of income, right? So an investor potentially could put money in the fund. Now their money's diversified, right? Rather than you know, just buying one piece of real estate and trying to fix and flip it themselves or lending money to a borrower and that guy doesn't pay, you know, your cash flow is affected, right? Rather than putting their money in the fund where they're very diversified over multiple assets. And so that's really kind of the nuts and bolts of our funds. We always focus around single family residential. We'll go up to four units. Mm -hmm. Again, We believe really strongly in practicing what we preach, and that's our core competency. We're not a big commercial lender. We're not doing self-storage. We focus on that single-family residential space and really specifically affordable housing, so under the FHA cap. We want to be buying houses and then lending money on real estate that stays under the FHA cap. Because your database of buyers is much bigger, right? Once you get over mm-hmm. that FHA cap, you're you're a little limited. So that's really the focus of the fund, and really, you know, more detailed information about the assets in the fund.
1: Okay, that's okay. So what I want to pull on. So for everybody listening in, that like what what's cool. This is you could take essentially you could take thousand dollars and roughly. I know this isn't specifics, but roughly seven hundred fifty. That would be just secured by real estate lent out. <clears throat> and the fund doesn't even have to deal with ownership, management, tenants, any of that kind of stuff. That's all passed to the person who's actually using the money to do that on their own. And they're just paying you interest payments. That's $750 that you're able to do that with. The other $250 is going to be into real estate that is owned by the fund. Now, does the fund go get any financing on that? Or is it all cash purchases from the the the, the combined uh, you know investor fund?
2: their cash purchases. So okay. we'll buy it. We'll use the fund's capital to rehab it if need be. And then yep. obviously decide what the exit is from there.
1: Yep. And so then they're going to, they're going to cash out there. So you get $250 put into equity in a, in a property that's controlled and owned by the fund. And yep. now that is winning, you know, multiple ways, right? More variability and some uncertainty and timing mm-hmm. and, and some things there, but you you've got all four ways that real estate makes money. Happening there. But the cool part about it is you can do it. Like you said, you do it a thousand dollars. You could do it fifty thousand dollars. Where right. if if I try to get into a turnkey, it's tough to do that for less than maybe about thirty thousand dollars, right? And then a hundred percent of it, like you mentioned, is in one single deal. So that this is this is a great way to to have that diversification. And then the other really good thing, like Heather, clearly you guys are really good at what is important to us as well. Um the fact that you know your core competency, you know what's going on. So the other thing you're buying into with a fund is the expertise that comes with your your team. Like you guys are clearly very good at this. That's everybody, there's tons of courses out there. I'm like, oh, become a private lender and invest. But they don't realize like how much work it is to find people who want to borrow, who can pay at that amount, who can actually qualify, who are copying Like, so you're running multiple businesses, really what's what's really happening is you're providing the capital for multiple businesses to be running, right? You've got a lending business and you've got a flipping business and you've got a turnkey business. And they handle all the business functions of finding all the potential lenders, doing all of the run underwriting, then servicing all of that debt and t- managing all of the accounting. Like if you own a portfolio or a business, you're responsible for all of that work that the fund then takes care of for you instead. So um, it's really good to see um, what the other again, the other thing I really like about the fund is I can get my head around the actions you guys are taking. Whereas if, if I invest in an apartment complex, we talk about this a lot of time with our investors. 99% of people that invest in an apartment syndication fund are really only investing in the operator. Sure, yes. they show you financials, they show you the projections, but you have no idea whether any of that is even close to reasonable. You have no idea what's going on. You're just investing in the reputation of that. Whereas if you guys walk me through single family deals in a middle town America, like I get that. I And I understand what affects that, what moves that, how to anticipate it. And then the fact that you've got multiple levers to pull based on what's currently going on in the market makes a ton of sense to me. So I liked all of that. What do you have to say on that?
2: Well, I yeah, you're exactly right. And, you know, it's interesting, you know, given the 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 world that we live in, there's lots of Zoom calls and phone calls, and not everybody comes into our office. Um, what I find really interesting is when we do get people come to visit us here at our, our corporate office in Coeur d'Alene, and we are all housed here, our contracting crew, our acquisitions, servicing, all of it, um, it they're like... I, you know, they're just blown away because they're like, we had no idea. And it's like, yeah, I mean, you're investing in this team. And like you said, the expertise, right? Like one of our, our CEO's best quotes is learned by other people's mistakes, right? And so Um, I don't think that people understand all the levers that are pulled and the team. I mean, we meet on a weekly basis, different meetings, everything from our portfolio management. We have them report on every single asset within our portfolio, tell it's if it's paying. We also meet with our acquisition team. They report to us, our contracting crew. So there's just, there's a lot of working parts. And you know, I hear horror stories all the time. I get people like, it's a a weekly thing. Hey, I talked to you 10 months ago. I, I decided I'd try to do it myself. I lent this guy money, met him at a real estate investment club, didn't make sure anything was recorded. Now he's not paying me. I have no idea what to do. And it's like, you know, take advantage of our expertise. You know, that's, that's what we do. We're in this every day in the weeds. So I think, you know, those are great points to point out that, you know, this has taken years to put this team together.
1: Yep. No, that's, and and like you said, it was born out of experience first. And then, and then it went to scale where, you know, there's especially ah, Instagram and Facebook or like <laughs> now, now th- this is uh, genuinely like, this is the problem I see in real estate, Heather, I want your opinion on this too. So like right now that because information is so easy to put out there, it, it's a game of, I go out and do one deal and that deal goes well. And now I'm an expert And instead of building bottom up, I'm just going to go top down and start a fund and raise all this money and then go figure out all the rest of it, right? Where you guys came in with experience, success on your own level. And then as you became more successful, the need for capital came up and you expanded based on your actual level of expense. There is seriously an event where guys teach people with zero investing experience how to start a fund. That right. is step one is start a fund and raise money. Then go figure it's totally backwards, right? Where that's not, that's when we say, take care of expertise. Like you hear what she's talking about. Like they, you can, these are the types of questions you need to be asking before you part with money to a fund. Cause that's the big danger of a fund is I'm giving you my money and now I'm not, in, I don't, I can't make decisions. Right? right. I don't, I'm not looking at it. I'm not running through it. So how can I trust you guys? So that anyway, that's,
2: yeah, no, it's terrifying. And, and you're, I, I hear those stories all the time. And, it, you know, I even tell my team, I mean, rewind the clock 11 years ago, I came on board. We had 20 employees. And I dialed for dollars. So my job, when we got loans out of underwriting, I found people. So I was matching people with borrowers. It was very clunky, right? You know, yep. Brad might have an IRA that he's in, or he's funding the deal with. Now I got to work with his custodian. On the other side of the deal, I've got a broker and borrower breathing down our neck to get it closed. Um, so the funds were a nice transition, but we gradually grew this, right? The biggest challenge fund operators have is not raising capital it's deploying the capital. I mean, that is like one of the biggest kiss of deaths with fund operators is you go raise a bunch of capital you better make darn sure that you have processes in place to deploy that capital and then also manage those assets you know I think the raising the capital is the easy part of it yes it and so we have just organically grown this you know we we used to use a third party to service our paper had a horrible experience decided to invest in software and felt like we could do a better job. Then we moved on and said, okay, we're going to start to buy real estate in the fund, had a horrible experience with subcontractors and trying to keep people, you know, um, accountable to show up at the job. So now we are a licensed and bonded contractor. When we started buying turnkeys, we decided there weren't great property managers out there. Well, guess what? Now we have a property management division. And so, you know, over these 11 years, it has grown and we've raised more capital, but we're always mindful of. And I just had a conversation with a, a guy out of Florida from a big wealth management firm. He's like, hey, I've got like 60 million to invest. It's like, we'd love that, but we need to make sure systematically that we can actually deploy that capital. And so it's it's a balancing act, right? Like you don't want to grow quicker than you can actually manage and, and you always want to be raising more capital. So.
1: Cool. Okay, so quite you. You mentioned something that I'm sure our listeners perked up on. You mentioned, well, if Brad has an IRA and he wants to do so, talk about IRAs. Like, can can somebody use an IRA to be yeah. able to put money into this, and how does that work?
2: We love IRAs. So yes, we work with clients that sometimes come to us and they have already set up their IRA with a self-directed custodian. That's the biggest key. You know, I've get people that call and are telling me, Hey, I've got an IRA set up with Fidelity. You can't invest in our fund with with those types of traditional accounts. So you're going to have to go out there and find a self-directed custodian, like a quest IRA or a equity trust. We work with all of them. So our fund is friendly to IRAs. Um, There's a lot of opportunity. If people have a stagnant 401k, that's from a previous and Employer will help them get that money moved over to a self directed custodian, and then they can deploy it in our fund and, and other alternative investments for that matter. So the biggest key is. Yes, our, our, our fund is friendly to IRAs. They do Your IRA does need to be set up with a self-directed custodian. Yep. And the really cool thing about our fund, and I think this is something that's a little bit different with turnkeys and even like being um, invested in a note, right? You get those monthly payments or you get those monthly rent payments. What happens with people with self-directed IRAs typically is those earnings go back in their IRA and then they sit there because they're small dollars, right? So now they've got, again, undeployed capital. They can actually set up their investment in our fund where they just reinvest their earnings. So now they're constantly just reinvesting those monthly. Yep, they just roll them over monthly or quarterly, and now they're compounding their earnings. So we love IRAs here, and we handle all the paperwork for our clients. We're, We're pretty pretty on top of, of of IRA accounts. And we can even give you some advice on maybe some to check out if you don't have a, a self-directed
1: yep. custodian. And, and we've got resources for that too. But like I said, it's <clears throat> that's just a, a stepping stone that, that matters significantly less than, like you said, where am I going to deploy it? What are yep. the investments I'm going to make? But that that's, so that is a um, probably for me, the number one reason to use um, a fund is you know, I I didn't know what I didn't know. I funded my retirement accounts thinking I wanted the market. Now I'm changing. And it's like, ah, all of this money is is stuck, right? Some of our clients and some of our game plans decide to to, to bite the bullet. This is what I did. I just, I liquidated everything. I didn't care about the penalties or taxes. I was going to pay the tax sometime anyway, but I wanted to be in real estate. I wanted to be using leverage. I wanted to be, to, to be having that element of it, but that's not, um, the best move for everybody every time and with all of it. And so the money that is weak, fondly refer to your IRA as if your money's in jail, and it's there <laughs> until you're 59 and a half, this is at least uh, a, a way to get they, them a work release and they can at least still be productive inside of your game plan uh, oh, by, by using by using a fund so That's really good news as well. Now, Heather, I'm going to disappoint our listeners here um, because I don't want to give them too much information about you guys because we got a huge announcement we're just starting to talk about. So every year we do our Cashflow Heaven live event in St. Louis. So we have named St. Louis. uh, We've given it our name. We call it Cashflow Heaven. That's where Jimmy and his team operate out of. That's where our turnkey operation is. But we're having you guys come out and speak and be part of the event We've got lots of goodies and offers and opportunities that are going to come from you guys coming out and hanging out with us in casual Heaven. So I don't go give too much away. But if they if want was- to start learning a little bit more about you guys, um, how would like w- what would be the next step for somebody and in, in in just getting to know a little bit more about you? But I, I want to hold everybody back and be like, that yes, like still go look them up and, and have some <laughs> conversations. But we're going to have. Uh, some really awesome stuff happening um, later in 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 May as well. So we're not going to let the entire cat out of the bag. But tell it just what what uh, how do people start to learn more uh, about you guys?
2: Absolutely. Well, we're excited to attend the event too. So just on a side note, we're uh, honored to be there. Um, I would suggest just visiting our website, um, and that's always going to be Secured Investment Corp. So no plurals. Secured Investment Corp. Um, And once on there, they're going to find information about both of our funds. Like I said, we've got an accredited investor fund and a unaccredited investor fund. Um, And we also have all of our notes for sale on there. So we do sell first lien position notes. That's another avenue um as far as passive investing goes i'd probably say that's a little more active investor kind of like the turnkey because it's a one investor to one deal situation but yeah go to the website you can get in touch with me there too you can schedule an appointment with me you know Um, i've got a passion for educating people i'm not a financial advisor i'm not a tax accountant or an attorney but i've got a lot of experience in this and i I love to share my story and, you know, a little bit about what we do. And um, as an organization, we have a passion to help people create wealth for themselves, regardless of their financial status and where they're at in their life.
1: Awesome. So you can go, you can go check out their website. Link will be in the show notes. We'll do that whole thing. But like I said, get ready for Cashflow Heaven. They're going to be on stage with us. we got some awesome, um, uh, you guys know, we kind of run what we call our, uh, we, we call it the syndicate right this is our group our our inner circle of who we trust um and we're going to we're going to roll a little bit more of this out but this is kind of a sneak peek and what you guys can be aware of so start to familiarize yourself with it feel free to have a conversation with heather we we have further deep dive workshops uh planned and then and then the live event and so we're going to be doing much more so this is just the tip of the iceberg for where we're going but super super excited heather anything else you want to you want to uh, end with as we wrap up
2: no, I just want to thank you for having me it's been a great opportunity and I'm excited to be at your guys's event and you know encourage anybody if they want to learn a little bit more about us to visit our website
1: yep go there and then Heather like I said I'll just I'll just wrap it up with this like real estate while it is the great equalizer like we said at the beginning it, it's the most accessible way to grow wealth there are lots of bad actors there's yeah. lots of incomplete information. And it seems like it's counterintuitive, but it seems like if we're in the information age, right, it it should be easier to make decisions. But unfortunately, sometimes that makes it actually harder to really parse through and understand what's going on. But as you guys know, I think Jimmy and Lee have known each other for three, four years now. They see each other every single quarter. They work together in these masterminds. I got to spend a week with them in Mexico and got to know them personally, talked about it. So again, like the the most important part, we we teach, you know, three core tenants to growing your wealth, right? It's not rate of return, right? It's it, it's not financial projections because the only thing we know about spreadsheets is they lie to you and nothing <laughs> on them is correct, right? As much as I love them, right? What it really is, it comes down to mindset, skill set, and networks, right? And it's it's really getting good people and understanding what they're doing, how they're running things, and that it aligns with still the same underlying fundamental investing philosophies that we teach. And so that's that that's why this works out so well. So Heather, again, thank you for your time. We know you are super busy. We appreciate you getting in front of our audience and we're excited to, that this kicks off um, uh, an ever-growing relationship with you guys um, as we go forward. So thanks for your time.
2: Yeah, thank you.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the Rise Up Live Free podcast. Do you want to connect with me and other empire builders who are on a mission to take control of their financial plans and become financially free in 10 years or less?
1: Well, then join us in our private Facebook group where we get to go deeper into the topics of financial freedom. And it's the only place you can see the actual results of people on their path to financial freedom learn what's working, and interact as a
0: community dedicated to becoming financially free. When you join, you'll get immediate access to exclusive training in a private membership area. This training will empower you in your path to becoming financially free, and it will fast track your results. This is the only place you get access to this exclusive content. So be sure to join us in the Facebook group now. Just
1: go to cashflowtacticscom forward slash group or head over to Facebook and search Casual Tactics to join.
0: I look forward to you joining us next time on the Rise Up Live Free podcast.